0: This is Ben. I just wanted to pop in real quickly before the episode to let you know that we recorded this before the election. Uh, We don't usually have any political commentary anyways, but in case anybody was wondering, that's the fact. If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread Uh and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my bread. Death, no, death. I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and and various butters. Uh right? So, my son is in high school band. He plays the clarinet. Mm And I want to know what you think. What do you envision when you hear this? Because he said that the trumpets uh, in their recent performance were doing a new trick where they played each other's trumpet. And there's 17 trumpets in the band. Mm -hmm. And so, my wife asked this. She's like, so so did they do it? How did it work when they played each other's trumpet? Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is a... He said, no,
1: they did it. It worked really well. I don't like that at all.
0: And all... Yeah, all I could think is this is... what that's
1: disgusting. It's unsanitary. There's so much spit. I, I believe... Well, actually... This is, uh, and Ian's not here to fact check us right now, but um, technically half of the weight of a trumpet is spit.
0: Yeah. Did you know that? I think that's, that's true. That's, that's a fact. As far as we know. Will, what do you picture when I say that?
2: I picture them playing, each like their lips are
1: on Ugh. the other person's Don't trumpet. Don't describe it. Yeah, yeah so you're, <laughs> you're a very good writer, Will, but please
0: no, so, hold okay. that back. When, when we both said this and everybody at the table was making disgusted faces, because that's truly like, oh my gosh, are you going to s- just throw in spit on people's face? Yeah. He just put his hand up and showed visually that the trumpet players reached their hands over to the other trumpet and played the notes. Uh, they didn't pass the trumpet itself from person to person.
1: Oh, okay. That makes more sense. You couldn't do that with the trombone, I don't think, right? No. Well, I, like I, I don't like people could get hit. You know, as yeah. the trombone goes out.
3: Yeah, you're yeah. going to you're gonna end up with someone getting hit in the face.
1: Yeah, I think that's the liability of the trombone <coughs> playing. Band, band is dangerous. Did you guys play recorder in elementary school? I did. did everybody fourth played grade. recorder. Isn't it standard issue fourth grade? I think so. Will, Michelle, did you play recorder? It was,
3: defi- <clears throat> it was definitely in elementary school. I don't know when.
1: Okay. Yeah, I played recorder. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. Did you have to buy your own mouthpiece? Did you have to buy your own whole like recorder thing and bring that in with you? Does that does that something you guys remember?
3: I just got my own like complete recorder. There was no, there were no
1: three yeah, parts think...
3: to it. I mean, there were parts to it, but, oh, but you we got just the whole thing. We, yeah.
0: Okay, you had to buy it. Yeah. Okay. Same. well, same thing. Yeah. It wasn't like county issued. I, I think it was just
1: handed out from the band room. Okay. Well, here's so I don't remember having my own personal thing either. In fact, they ha- they were handed out. But what I do remember, and I I, I went actually to private school when I was um in elementary school, and I remember that they would bring out these buckets, and in this, these buckets were, it was a bucket of scope, <laughs> or Listerine, <laughs> really? and they had the mouthpieces just in there, and you would just oh fish in there for, for a mouthpiece, <laughs> like, and use that. That's, like the,
3: that's awful. That is awful to hear. Yeah, is, I mean, that,
1: is that like the
0: barbershop, when they have like that, the barbicide? The, yeah, the barbicide, and they just have the
1: cones well, sitting think, in there? Well, I think the barbicide might be might be poisonous. I mean, the scope wasn't, but... I mean, I guess it did oh its job. God. Did you put your hand into the scope to get it out? I guess so. Or were there tongs, <laughs> like a salad bar? Yeah. Was it like
2: bobbing for apples? Oh, yeah.
1: but by the way, bobbing for apples—who do that was disgusting too. <laughs> who does that anymore? Yeah, I think
0: they phased that
2: out. I feel
1: bad about that that I ever it just did depends that.
0: who the surgeon general is, whether or not that's acceptable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, glad, I'm glad we have one that doesn't think it's acceptable anymore. Yeah, so the Coop was the transition. Where, where yeah. were these um,
2: these mouthpieces stored? Uh, just you know, in these like, in these buckets. But was it like was the bucket in a closet or something? I like assume. That? So. I feel like a bunch of like I don't know dust could fall in there. Or well, something. no, the buckets, like, the, like, buckets lit. the buckets had The buckets were
1: covered. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't as disgusting as you think. Well, was this?
3: Okay. Oh yeah, that that totally makes it completely <laughs> better. <you>
1: <laughs>
0: was this? Were
1: it, were they hard financial times in Canada? I don't remember. I mean, we were... It was I mean, a private school. It was a private school. We were paying quite a bit to go to this private school. Well I, you tell I you was your parents? Paying. My parents were paying. I Yeah, maybe. I don't think they cared. I mean, they, my parents are very caring people, but about this particular oh, good thing. Good save. In fact, in fact friends, I don't... Friends of the show? I Sure. The current I parents? I don't actually remember whether um, I felt there was a problem with this. I just thought that this is how things work. It sounds very Depression-era. Um, and I'm not that old. Anyway... That's what I remember. This is episode 78 of Various Breads and Butters. I'm your host, Simon Tonin. With me, as always, Ben Brickhouse-Colin, out in the studio, Michelle-Polton-Simon, Hyphen Poulton, Simon, our producer, and our interns, Will Gordon, who doesn't have a, who's yet to have a nickname. Will Woodwarden. Bernstein and gordon okay that's a good nickname and it's a terrible nickname ian code morse well i don't think any of them are any the are nickname any. can't be longer than their actual name
0: or else it undermines the whole point of it okay okay I'll, th- I'll,
1: th- I'll take your point all right but with us our very special guest today <laughs> in studio is professor mary joe lodge of the theater department at lafayette college mary joe how are you doing
4: I'm good. How are you? You're
1: good. I'm I'm Welcome very Mary well. Jo. Welcome.
4: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Ben
1: doesn't want me to say you must be thrilled to be here. He hates it when I do that. But, but I you... am thrilled to be exactly. here. Exactly. See, why would you have a problem with me saying because that? Because you're supposed to say that we're thrilled for you to be here. Well, oh, of course we are, but that that's that goes without saying. Okay. Okay. Well, you are our first theater guest.
4: Oh, that's very exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mary Jo, we usually go through sort of a sort of like a timeline of your life. So Your journey. Yeah, your journey. So where did you grow up?
4: I grew up in the Philadelphia suburbs, uh, not to about an hour and twenty minutes or so from Lafayette College.
1: Okay, is that the main Um, line?
4: No, not that side of the the northeast suburbs.
1: Okay, so like a wrong direction, alternate line.
4: Yes, the other line. Okay, (laughs) I was doing theater as a child. Yeah, Uh, I've started as a performer. I was in Annie. Okay. Way back in the day.
1: Now, where did you perform?
4: Um, these were local theaters yeah. outside of Philadelphia. And although I did, my very first audition was for the Broadway touring company of Annie. Oh, no way. Which I um, almost didn't make it into because I was too small to play the smallest orphan.
1: Now, did you have pupils? Because I know reading the Little Orphan Annie comics, did she have pupils? There was no pupils in the eyes of the Little Orphan Annie. I don't know if that affected. Because I can see right now that you do have pupils. But as a child, <laughs> but as a child, if you you had used contact lenses to get rid of those,
4: you know, I, I didn't I didn't. Actually. Which is why, which you didn't is why get... I probably was not on so, Broadway exactly. as a child, Annie. Yeah, so. I
0: think we I think we figured that out. Did you? Guess... Do you have to have a wig?
4: I did, I did. Well, technically, only in the play, Annie only has red hair in the last scene. Oh, really? mm -hmm. If you look at photos of Andrea McArdle, she has brown hair. This is a scoop. I know. Oh, wow. I know. It's very exciting.
0: So what age was this?
4: Oh, this is about maybe 10 or so. Yeah. 9 or 10.
0: Did you do that because you were uh, were instantly already naturally going to be in theater, and so this was your first chance at 10? You had been waiting, chomping at the bit for years?
4: Well, I had done things at school, Mm -hmm. I think, prior to that, but no one in my family did theater so i was an anomaly that came along and really liked to sing
1: what was, what was the first play you, were, musical you remember musical you remember seeing
4: was seeing i saw a production a high school production of babes in toyland okay. at christmas which is kind of an operetta mm-hmm. and i was just spellbound mm-hmm. by it i thought it was just uh i made my parents buy me the album mm-hmm, and uh yeah. listened to it obsessively and how old were you we were i was probably like seven wow maybe so this
1: goes back yeah what about you simon did I listen to Babes in Thailand? No. What was the first <laughs> play you ever saw? Oh, geez. Did you ask oh. for a musical or play? He, uh, he asked a musical. I asked a musical because musical, that, that is your Yeah, music. I
4: think I. I think the first thing. Isn't the first thing most people see a musical? I think I don't most know, kids' we're about shows to find are out. musicals. What,
1: what did I? I don't know. I saw the Harlem Globetrotters at Maple Leaf Gardens. Does that count? That does not count. Do they sing? Okay, well, I mean. <laughs> they do dance. There, yeah, <laughs> there you go. It is operatic. I don't yeah. remember seeing a lot of plays or anything like that. I guess, no. I mean, I... I I did play a munchkin in my kindergarten production of Wizard of Oz. I believe I played a fisherman in my <laughs> second grade production of Pete's Dragon. But I didn't really, I was not really into plays and musicals. I didn't really see, see I many.
0: I don't really remember. I remember seeing plays in middle school. We would go to the high school to see their production, which was great because you'd get out of school. Mm-hmm. And then I think I realized it was interesting to actually see the play, but that hadn't occurred to me. Mm. Um, Oklahoma, I, I'm sure it was probably the first one that I saw.
1: Yeah. I believe the last play I saw on Broadway, slightly off Broadway, but Mary Joe, you might remember because I was I was enchanted by it. I really liked it. It was. Enchanted? I told you about it. No, it wasn't enchanted. Um, it was. It was a Matilda. Nope. They were on a boat. Showboat. Uh, it wasn't An- Showboat.
4: Anything goes.
1: Anything goes. Oh, good. I really enjoyed it. The and tap I,
4: dancing that was on Broadway.
1: Yes. Well, okay. I I think I saw it like maybe five years ago. Yeah, it was on like Broadway with,
4: okay. with Sutton Foster, who's yes. one of my favorite actress. I think
1: we saw it right after Sutton Foster okay. had left. Who do you know who replaced her? I don't. Okay. Well, we'll, well edit I, that out. You all know what you're talking about. Well, I, I do know that that Mary Jo is a big fan of Sutton Foster. I am indeed. Yes. Now, now, what have you seen her in?
4: <laughs> uh, I've seen her in Little Women, okay. and The Drowsy Chaperone, mm-hmm. and Anything Goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, uh, but she's on the television show now, Younger. Okay. She's jumped to TV. Oh, and I saw her in Violet. She was in Violet. Okay, that's a, that's a lot of
0: plays. Yeah, Do you want to know the last good. play I saw on Broadway? Oh, please. I've never seen a play
1: on Broadway. <gasps> really?
4: <gasps> oh, we have to fix
1: that. I've never yeah. seen a play in New York City. It's not as though New York City's really?
4: not
3: 60
1: miles really? east of us.
4: Oh. Oh.
0: Well, let's go. Well, what about, we, we should ask Michelle, too. She's a theater person. And she, she is indeed. She I, is I, I am York a theater, theater person. What was your first play? um i'm sorry what was your first musical yes
3: i think i saw i saw beauty and the beast when i was pretty little Mm
0: -hmm. i don't know michelle did you want did you ever want to be a performer you did you always want to be backstage
3: uh when i was little i acted in like elementary school i used to act i acted until like eighth grade ninth grade
0: do you feel better knowing that
1: simon's biggest billing was munchkin why not? I,
3: I I do. Why
1: not Fisherman and Pete's Dragon? Why did you pick pick Munchkin? I think I, I, I think th-
0: Fisherman and Pete's Dragon was a lesser role.
1: I believe my line is it's it was it's a twister, it's a twister.
3: <laughs> I think my biggest billing when I still acted was I was the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland yeah. mm. in fifth grade or something like
4: that.
1: And where and where was that?
3: Ah, uh, this was at a theater camp in New York.
1: Okay, so off off Broadway.
4: Very off Broadway. Right.
1: Okay. Now, do you have a particular time? of musical theater that you that you particularly like like what's your favorite time
4: um i tend to like uh contemporary reasonably contemporary Mm -hmm. which would be like maybe 1970s on um that tends to be what both as a director and as a researcher Mm -hmm. um, i tend to specialize in more recent pieces
1: is it the truth that in the 1970s every single person in america was required to act in godspell
4: I don't know, but I have directed and choreographed Godspell <laughs> on six it. different occasions. Oh, there you go.
1: I don't <laughs> I don't know who, it who holds, said it. You it had holds to? the record for
4: the most times I've been involved Jesus with the show. Jesus Christ,
1: yeah. superstar. <laughs> <laughs> also
4: hey. done that show. <laughs>
1: there you go. You played guitar in that show? Yeah, I oh.
2: was in the uh, pit band in high school.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Man, I am
0: I am the odd man out here.
4: You really I, were never... Like,
0: I, I've never yeah. been in a play. I've never, I, I mean, I've seen plays in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been to a professional play.
1: I tell you, when I went to Anything Goes, I sort of went in thinking, oh, this should be okay. You know, this is fine. But man, they just, they just really are just there. It's so much fun to watch. I don't know why I don't do it more often.
0: Yeah. I don't but, um, I don't have but an excuse. Really. It's not like I'm adamantly
1: against it. It yeah. just has never happened. I don't have a yeah. counter argument. What are you doing instead? Probably reading. Are you watching TV? <laughs> watching BoJack Horseman? Yeah, watching BoJack. <laughs> now, so did you um, act in high school too? I did. Okay um okay. direct
4: obviously. no i didn't start directing until um very late in college okay and where did and, you go to college um, i went to catholic university of america okay. and um, in, DC? in dc uh i really um, wanted to be an actor okay and a lot of my mentors were pushing me towards directing and choreographing and thought that would be something uh i would like and i was disgruntled at the time because i wanted to be an actor as it turned out they were right (laughs) and directing did suit me really well what do you mean
0: were they right because they knew you'd be a great director or they were right because you you weren't a good actress Which way did you mean that?
4: I think that directing takes a certain skill set that I had, but I I was doing reasonably well as an actor, okay. so I don't I don't know that it was necessarily. So that. you
0: don't do you don't act at all now?
4: No, I do occasionally. Okay, I sometimes perform. I've performed some concerts here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all of theater is uh, really time consuming. So if you commit to directing something, it's very hard to take on yeah. any other kind of project.
0: Yeah, or our theater programs at the college level. Are there geographical strengths? Like, are all the good ones somewhere near New York or Philly, or not
4: probably? necessarily? And it changes where the strengths are. Um, and also, there's different kinds of programs. So, there's conservatory-style programs, um, which yeah. is the sort of program I was in, where you only take classes in in music and singing and dancing, hmm. really to the exclusion of every other subject. Yeah. And then there's um, programs more based in a in a liberal arts or just in a general education. Did
0: you ever
1: take organic? I
4: don't know. I did not. I've never you taken organic. It. Calculus? I did. I, well, I took calculus in high school, so.
1: You, you tested out of it. I did. So you were in Catholic, and then, and then you went to graduate school.
4: I took a year off. Okay. In between um, undergrad and grad, trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and where did you take your year off?
4: In Philadelphia. Okay. And actually directed, um, in that year, I wound up directing a few plays in the Philadelphia area, mm-hmm. and um Found that I really liked it, and then ended up applying and went to uh, Villanova oh, for good school. Yes, for theater.
3: Oh for, yeah,
0: it's also in Philadelphia. Yes. yes, it is. Good fact check. Is Mary Jo? Are you Catholic?
4: I am indeed. How did I guess? I know. I went through. I eight, pieced that together. Eighteen years of Catholic school.
1: Wow. Which is some kind of record. <laughs> okay, there you go. So Villanova, you were there for like
4: five, two years.
1: Two years. Oh, mm-hmm. for just a master's? Just for school? a masters. Okay.
4: And then I ended up going to uh, Bowling Green, not a Catholic school. I broke my streak. Wow! Um, in Ohio, and I got my PhD in um, theater, focused on musical theater.
1: And what was your um, dissertation about?
4: Um, it was called uh, "Dancing Up the Broken Ladder." It was about uh, the rise of the female director choreographer on Broadway.
0: That very, very relevant. What's the uh, What's the the last line? What's the conclusion?
4: Well, at the time that I wrote it, the conclusion was there were going to be so many more women working on Broadway as director choreographers because actually only one woman had directed and choreographed a show in uh, New York before two thousand one. Wow,
0: um, for real?
4: on Broadway. Um, so it's a, it was a in bl- all of
0: Broadway. In Broadway. all
4: of Broadway. well, technically two, um, but That's, one got see, fired before it opened. But um, I meant
0: to say earlier, it's it was for that reason that I. Refused to see shows. Oh, good! <laughs> until that principled stance, I yeah. like that.
1: Until, and,
4: until 2001, and then. who
1: was the person that, that did it?
4: <laughs> so Graziella Danielle okay. um, had directed Once on This Island, and Agnes de actually, who's a famous musical theater choreographer, who actually was the original choreographer of Oklahoma. She had directed the musical Allegro in the 40s, but she was she was actually removed as director before it opened. Wow! Um, so I was looking at why all of a sudden, then in 2001, six women broke through and had directed we directing shows that year, so I was really intrigued and thought there was going to suddenly be gender parody, which, as it turns out, there's not. Oh, okay, well, um, so. Well, we was,
0: gave we gave it our best shot. Yes, was that, that all because of the Spider Man play?
4: Not entirely, <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, well, well why? Why? That, is you would have a, loved that one. You, I don't know. You would expect because oh, you, you don't like Spider Man. That well, hasn't I'm come up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure a musical version of Spider Man I would like. Wouldn't that be your first draw to Broadway? I, I, saw, I saw anything like, that I goes sp- and I loved it. It had no... As far as I remember, it had no superheroes in it.
4: See, the attraction of Spider-Man was um, that so many people were getting injured yeah. in the show that people... It was like going to NASCAR. That's You were true. just trying to see if they could make just it through the performance. It, yeah.
1: mm. So you would expect that there would be a little more gender parity.
4: There's actually... Um, surprisingly little gender parity in theater Uh um, and in all fields across all disciplines which is really strange because the experience of most people in amateur theater is that it's overwhelmingly populated and run by women Mm -hmm. so your high school play or your community theater production or the kids summer camp or whatever that you do that involves theater is almost always run by women but Mm -hmm. there's this real uh, women can, can get so far and in the theater, and then they're simply not hired for some of the- It's a glass the, ceiling. Um, there is. Mm-hmm. There is a glass ceiling. And is there a
1: play called The Glass Ceiling? Maybe there should be.
4: There probably is, honestly.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. there probably should be a play about this very thing. It'd be like a meta play of some sort that would be obviously directed and chore- choreographed by men. Now, after uh, after Bowling Green- Is that your uh, pitch? My, I mean, yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> well,
4: that's probably what would happen.
1: Let's try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After Bowling Green, you didn't come to Lafayette quite that quite yet. I
4: did not. No. I um, my first job out of graduate school, I was hired to build and run the BFA musical theater program at Central Michigan University. Okay, and so um, I was building that, which is a it's a great program, and a lot of my students from there um, is really a pre professional program where students would would leave us and go work in New York or go work in L.A. or Chicago and, and things. Did you
0: spend your weekends in Midland and Saginaw?
4: I, sometimes I did. How about that? Well, how did you know? Bay that? City. Bay City. That's where the one, airport was.
1: One of us lived there for a while. Oh, okay. I thought this was from a Paul Simon song. No. No. no?
0: Sometimes we would go to I central Michigan. A,
4: yeah. Okay. It, was, it
0: was. You know, Madonna's from the area.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I knew that. Is Madonna
4: um, from Detroit?
1: I think she's from Saginaw Valley somewhere. Oh, Did, okay. I think she just got kicked out of a play or something for for texting the whole time, or maybe maybe I'm thinking. About this.
4: Oh, you know what? She went to Hamilton and was on her phone the whole time. That's and, right. Um, like what, no, what's, Miranda, what's this play? This play—it's just a little play. It's had a tiny bit of success. Hamilton. Don't
1: but... don't feed <laughs> don't feed the animals. Over it's here. about the High Line. Yeah, um, yeah. She she the... she was texting the whole time, right?
3: And and Lin Manuel Miranda, like he will post on Facebook the seating of everyone who has their phone out during the show. And wow. will like, mm-hmm. like, because, because you can see who has their phone out Sure, the from, glow. from the stage. Yeah. Yeah. He will tell the, like the stage managers, like when he leaves the stage, who, like who has their phone out and they will send people to, to like, to get them and delete the videos off their phone.
1: That's kind of amazing to me because, because not being an actor, I would, I would think that I would be just trying to remember all my lines. I and think, that, and I th- that the ability to, to sort of encode who's got their phones on and stuff like that. How does, How is he able to do both things at the well, same I time? Well, I
3: think if you do it every night, like...
1: I'm sure. You, Listen, you think, get
3: pretty good at it. Plus, he he wrote it. Yeah. So I think he's a little bit more familiar with the lyrics. I'm,
0: I'm led to believe, too, that he's a very impressive person.
1: So oh, yeah. Could, <laughs> no, I'm just a, The character... The, this is sort sketch. of the example, if we go back to a couple episodes ago when I talked about the um, being an athlete... In Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, the Quantum Quotient. Where how long it would take me to to, to be on a play exactly play. if I suddenly leaped into Lin Manuel Miranda's body people would notice very quickly <laughs> that there was something horribly wrong with to play.
4: You know the the funny thing about the phones out. I think having been an actor, thankfully before a lot of people brought their cell phones to the theater, yeah. I think I always am amazed at the phenomenon that audiences in the theater think they're invisible, yeah, and mm. that the actors can't see you and and <laughs> that they can't see if you're talking or falling asleep Mm -hmm. or or texting or taking pictures or taking video like you can absolutely see the audience from (laughs) the stage you can dispel that myth.
3: The lights are bright but they're not they're not that bright like Mm -hmm. you can still see through them like 98% of the time.
0: I was just reading about uh, Kevin Hart's new movie and they were talking about filming filming stand-up comedy movies Mm -hmm. and uh, they made reference to I think one of Martin Lawrence movie from the early 2000s and then uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw Mm-hmm. From the '80s, and they were they were talking about the directors and um, how they lit it and how it became a movie and not just like a film stand-up routine. But uh, to this point, they were saying, oh like uh, they had to tell." Um, in Eddie Murphy's case, he he didn't want to have any lighting on the audience because he didn't he can't see. He doesn't want to see anybody in the audience. Like he does not want to make eye contact. I can imagine that. As opposed to like Kevin Hart and Martin Lawrence, that was fine. Like a lot of their some of their some of their routine is they work back and forth yeah, they work yeah. in the crowd. So that was like a you know an authorial choice to to explicitly choose to deny being able to see them, but they had to go to the effort to make it so that you couldn't see them, mm-hmm. since normally you would be able to. Yeah. So ultimately, I'm just agreeing in a very roundabout way. That's great. That's and great. I made an Eddie Murphy raw reference.
1: Yeah, which we, which I think uh, if who's you, got if, that on their bingo? Card? Yeah, if you have got that at home, okay, thank you. If anyone call in <laughs> if you've got a bingo. <laughs> and so and so after um, East Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Central, Central Michigan, Michigan. My bad. Sorry. Not Western Michigan. That's no. you, Should we retrace this whole thing? Central Michigan. That's
0: near Midland and Saginaw Bay City Airport. That's the one. Yes. Madonna was from there. Madonna. She was texting and got kicked out of Hamilton. Hamilton. What's that? Lin Manuel Miranda. He's really impressive. Uh, <laughs> Lights.
1: <laughs> so after after there, uh, you you came to Lafayette College. I did
4: indeed come. And to what Lafayette. year? What year was that? That was 2005.
1: And so you came here and you um, you were in the English department I to start there. with because mm-hmm. there was no theater department. There was we're, a theater our, program. Our
4: theater department is only three years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So I was an English professor for much longer.
1: And what did
0: you teach in English beyond theater? Or were they all theater classes?
4: So all of my courses were always all theater classes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, were they all performance? Are there is there like theater studies or, or theory or history
4: there, There is all of those things. I um, tend to be the performance specialist, so I teach most of the acting, musical theater, performance, those sorts of classes. But I do teach text-based classes. I teach a theater and social justice course. I teach women in American theater. Hmm. Um, so it's not—
0: Is it pretty standard at liberal arts colleges that most of them will have a theater department, or is that uh, a newer trend?
1: Were we uh, behind the curve?
4: I think we were behind the curve, Yes.
1: Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and say that you can't teach acting. There, are, you just students come in. They're either good actors or bad actors. So tell me why I'm wrong. Um,
4: it's funny because the the textbook that I use in the course talks about how everyone is an actor and that we all act in our everyday lives all the time, mm-hmm. and that an acting class is really about refining the skills you already have. Sure. So I would argue, and I think that is true. I think that we do all act. We're we're pretend to be glad to see people we're not glad to see. Not We've, here
1: not here though not today Well, now i don't know if you're acting or not oh we're going down the rabbit hole <laughs> we need to pair
0: this with a dave shulman episode and talk about like uh presentation of the self in front of the show future guests yeah in okay. modern
1: society yeah so everybody's acting all the time so
4: everybody's acting but there are particular skills and there are particular conventions that are unique to the practice of acting that mm-hmm. you have to learn like if you can't speak clearly and loudly enough to be understood mm-hmm. you really can't be an actor um, or because, a
1: podcast. Well, you can you can be a podcaster if you can't speak articulately. You can I've, fix it in post. I've learned that, yes. Yes, of course. Plus you, you have
0: pop filters on microphones. Everything got all kinds of stuff. Do you guys have pop filters and plays? Do not. Yet? You
1: should you should get some of those, apparently. We do not. Sometimes we
4: don't even use microphones. We train the actors to project their voices. Wow. So they don't need microphones.
1: I mean when I've when I've watched most most of your plays, there's this sort of sense that unless you're giving it one hundred percent. You have to either give a hundred percent, or it's just you just sort of fail at it.
4: No, that that's true. I mean, you, you do have to give. It's it's. It, but I think it's equivalent. You were talking about being an athlete. I mm-hmm. think it's like being an athlete. You you have to keep enough in the tank to be able to get through. Sure. To have the stamina to get through your two hour, three hour yeah. play, but you also have to be present and be in the moment because you can't ask people to go on that ride yeah. with you if you're not totally committed to yeah. whatever it is you're or doing. Or you can't be
1: self-conscious like, oh, this this is silly. Am I doing this right? Like You can't really be doing that because, again, it's easy to see when someone isn't 100% into that role. And
4: that's actually what we spend an awful lot of time on in acting class okay. is ways to learn to not be self-conscious, which usually really relates to ways to learn to think about other things yeah. so that you're not thinking about, like, wow, I feel really silly doing this right it now. It must be
1: easy to teach 20-year-olds not to be self-conscious.
4: Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. It's cake. <laughs> this,
0: yeah. It sounds a lot like, I mean, it sounds like, like teaching. Like, I think of, even when we're talking about people texting in the audience, and it's a much, much lesser demand. But, you know, if I'm teaching in class and students have their phone, like, it, it doesn't really break me. I, I register it, and I know that who was on their phone or who wasn't paying attention. This idea of not being self-conscious or just mm-hmm. working through the material and registering a whole bunch of different things all at once throughout a whole class. I don't know. You, you get used to it.
4: I think there's a certain amount of being on mm-hmm. when you go in to teach a class yeah. that you you have your teacher persona that you take on when you're in front of the classroom. That might even be different from how you are one-on-one
0: right, when a right. student
4: comes to see you. But mm-hmm. there is that sense that teaching... Is a performative act, and that we. So how does
0: how does in 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 theater is it similar to in in teaching? A lot of that depends on the character of the class. So that you know, if I have two sections of the same class, it always turns out differently because Mm -hmm. the students are different. How how much rapport can you build with a silent silent audience?
4: There are times when you want the audience to be silent sometimes the most magical moments in the theater happen when you could hear a pin drop Mm -hmm. when it's it's something that the audience is just so focused there's something i talk to actors about which is what i call the audience wiggle factor but you always know as a director which is the hard part of directing at lafayette is that we don't do previews so one of the purposes of a preview period for a theater production is that you can gauge how the success of the play by how much the audience is moving so if people start looking at their program, shifting their seats, stretching, all of those things happen at moments where something is wrong with what's happening on the stage or or the way it's being communicated to mm-hmm. the audience. But when they're really still, you actually know that that something good is happening. But the the character of the audience does play in. But I think sometimes actors are really quick to blame audiences. So one very common thing you'll you'll hear actors say after a show will be like oh that show is terrible because the audience was awful they didn't laugh at anything and it does happen sometimes that that happens but i don't think you can entirely blame that to all of that but also sometimes quiet audiences may have enjoyed the show just as much as noisy ones you need one person who will laugh in an audience and Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't get that if you're directing a comedy sure and um sometimes they don't they kind of laugh quietly or smile at things but they're enjoying it Mm -hmm.
1: so mary Jo, we have the uh 10 20 30 question this question we just we just want to know simply what was the music you were listening to when you were 10 years old 20 years old and 30 years old and if it's the same music then we need to have a talk but what were you listening to so 10 years old
4: when i was 10 years old i was probably listening to annie Mm -hmm. because i was i was in the show and i was listening to although weirdly i also was listening to a lot of bruce springsteen because i am the youngest of a family of bruce springsteen lovers Mm -hmm. and my older siblings that was all they played around the house was bruce springsteen and of course our,
1: our playlist intern will gordon um is out there taking furious notes because he does have to make the playlist so you've got some bruce springsteen Springsteen and billy joel they were probably
4: the the two big
0: ones yeah okay so what bruce
1: what album would we be talking about
4: like the river okay probably good album yeah it's a good
1: album album. i think they all are okay and now now at 20 so this year in college at
4: 20 well at 20 i'm a musical theater major in college so it's still a lot of broadway one thing we had to do as part of being um, a musical theater major as an undergrad is we had a class where we were supposed to learn a new musical every week on our own. Mm -hmm. And then we had to come back and report back to it all four years. So um, we had a musical library. So I was forever listening to some obscure musical from like 1935 Mm -hmm. or, or something that to learn the repertoire of the material. So, so technically, because I was a music major as an undergraduate, I was listening to a lot of, music for school okay at the time
1: and did you have a favorite remember this is gonna be on a spotify playlist
4: well, I became a huge fan of the original production of Chicago, which at that time had not yet been revived, mm. and I thought that was a totally overlooked musical and couldn't understand wow. why people didn't want to did do you, it. Did
0: you buy stock in it? At I that wish point? I had. Yeah. I
4: wish I had. I did put together a proposal to direct a production at my college, and they picked. They were like, "Oh, no one's gonna that. No, no one's gonna like that musical," and they picked something else.
1: Oh, oh yeah, we played uh, Chicago
2: in my high school, and I also played guitar on that show.
1: You were in the play. I was in the pit band. You were in the pit band yeah. for the play, but there was no actual by the band Chicago. You didn't you didn't try to update. Oh it, right?
2: no, I I was <laughs> never in the band Chicago. And Ian can fact check that.
1: Oh yeah, please do, Ian. Yep. Sure. Good. <laughs> Good. But we but I we was get it
2: too quick.
0: Will plays guitar. Yes, That's we true. get it. I will <laughs> oh, say, oh, outside
4: you of time? musicals, oh, when yeah. I was in college, I became a really big, which I think is somewhat surprising about me, a really big Jimmy Buffett fan. Oh, yes, okay, so, uh, that
0: adds a new wrinkle to the play I know, playlist. There you go. I know. So yeah, musical but, theater and Jimmy Buffett, and, Jimmy Buffett and, Jimmy Buffett and Billy in Joel, paradise. and
4: yes. Exactly.
1: Is there a Jimmy Buffett play?
4: Uh, they are working on one. He is working on a Jimmy Buffett Scoop. musical. So I think it's out at like. I don't think it's called Scoop.
1: No, are we are we allowed to know this? Should we not include this in the show? Is this inside information?
4: I, I I he didn't tell me personally. Okay, so well. I read it somewhere. <laughs> okay. So okay. this
1: is this is out in the public. I, it's now. it's
4: been in development for some time, I don't know. In in the same model as as other musicals that mm-hmm. take the the catalog of a musician like Jersey Boys or sure. something like that and turn it into a what piece. What about the Green Day
0: one? Is that a good play?
4: Like, yeah, it is a good play actually. I almost think it, it works better as a musical than an album, honestly.
0: Is that what you love when you were 30? No. <laughs> yeah, where 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 were we at when you? were I 30? didn't
4: see the Green Day musical until a few years ago as well. Well, after. when the
0: out al- when their album came out, um, it would have been a long time before that. Maybe
4: I went through a period where I was into country music.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna that's lie. okay. Don't worry
2: about yeah. it. And, and so, tell, tell, tell
4: us. especially because as a I am a singer, I'm still a singer, mm-hmm. and um, that was when like girl power country music came in, and that kind of music really suits. I know it's a little a little worse today, but that does suit my singing voice. Are we talking so. Dixie chicks? Before the Dixie okay. Chicks, but yeah, like Dixie Chicks, but like Reba McIntyre oh, yeah. Trisha Yearwood. Mm-hmm.
0: You're in good company. This mm. has come up. Yeah, we can, can work several with
1: this. guests.
4: I really yeah. don't listen to it now so much, but I did then.
1: It's okay. Well, we would we would ask you more, but it's 10, 20, 30. We
4: okay. have to stick with that. That's yeah. fine. That's
1: sort of a that's
0: sort of the rules. We have what I would assume is a predictable quiz. Okay. Are these plays
1: about American historical figures or not? Okay. Oh, that's that sounds easy okay studio do you think you can uh, help us with this one i
3: i actually think that i have i have the experience for this one
2: i used to work at a music theater warehouse so i know a lot of titles but not a lot of plot lines.
0: did you sell guitars yeah (laughs) did did you play guitars (laughs) no i just stopped
2: the books and threw them out if they were bad people wrote on them yeah okay well
0: all right well these are usually pitched so that the guest has the advantage but it sounds like all of you have the advantage not (laughs) me not not me not co-host First one is always the giveaway, just so Simon can get one of them right. Okay. Just so you can understand okay. the flavor of the quiz. Mm-hmm. Are these plays about American historical figures or not? Okay. Number one, Hamilton.
3: I'm I'm gonna say yes.
1: Wait, what? We didn't. We haven't been to the studio yet, Michelle. I have. Oh, I'm I haven't sorry. I, I got I got, got yep. very eager. Way to go, Michelle. You gave it yeah, away. Now, now I, Simon's gonna know. I believe Michelle knows, so I'm gonna say yes. Mary Jo, what do you think?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm going to
1: go with a yes. Uh, yes, okay. Okay, so now we all
0: feel like you got the
2: I
1: think Yeah. I, I think I understand.
0: Okay, you get it. Okay. Will, Will and Ian, you would have said yes, probably.
2: I'm trying to think of what historical figure that would be based on.
0: Well, Hamilton College. Uh-huh. It's a, just a campus play about Hamilton College. That makes sense. <laughs> Number two, Aaron Bursitis. It's a comedy produced by the Bursitis Council of America. It may be a comedy, but inflamed joints are not.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> that your your writing is getting worse. that that's not anything don't tip it to everybody else oh no i mean in my opinion aaron burr situs that's not anything studio what do you think
3: i'm i'm gonna go no
1: okay well Ian. yeah i'm gonna say no okay just to prove that i'm not using google i'm gonna say yes oh good one thank you Ian. mary joe what do you think
4: i'm gonna say no but man it should be that's right.
0: I think that's true for everyone here. They should be. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but it is back but back fact. But it is not. No, okay. The Bersaitis Council of America hasn't got the funding for it yet.
1: Hopefully Broadway's mm. listening.
0: Third one, Lafayette and the somewhat United States. I'm
1: going to say not yet. It is not. You're off the confident. Yep. Studio?
4: I'm also going to say no.
1: no.
2: No. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Okay, Mary Jo.
4: So, so that would be a no. It is a book.
0: Well, sometimes... Books are written before the play is produced. Yes, that's it's true. true. It's an antecedent to it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I was just assuming that someone was working on it. Do we think someone's
1: working on that? Do you have any inside scoop?
4: I, I think that the, the world might be saturated with, with musicals from that particular era right at this moment. That's
1: okay. true.
0: Well, I have another one. Okay. Bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson.
3: Bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson.
1: To Simon. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go with yes. Studio?
3: I can confidently say yes as I know a decent amount of that musical pretty well.
1: Okay. I remember checking in that book a few times. Playing some tunes on your guitar, checking in that book. <laughs> Mary Jo, what do you think?
4: That is a yes. and, and Is it good? Um, have you seen it? It's, yes, I have seen it, and it is on my list of shows I would like to direct. You I, sure you're a fan, Michelle? I have seen the, there's like, there's a version
3: online. I never got a chance to see it, but in in high school, it was frequently on the playlist while we were like building sets and like, doing tech for the shows in high school wow. like me and one of my best friends from high school would pretty consistently quote that musical to each other i think mm-hmm. it's
1: i think it's also fair to say that we don't have to ask mary joe if she's seen it yet because she's, she's seen she's, every <laughs> single play that's okay. ever been produced <laughs> that's true yeah.
4: i have seen hamilton twice
1: there you go now with the original cast
4: i saw it twice with the original wow. cast a
0: uh, quick follow-up yeah when you saw hamilton did you spend any time on the highline
4: I did not.
1: Did you spend any time on your phone texting?
4: I did not. Oh,
1: good. That's good. Two out of two. All right, she passed. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so do you know the
0: words anybody to the other hit play? Muddy Muddy Andrew Johnson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> muddy Muddy Andrew Johnson. Um was he a president? He was. He was. I'm gonna say no. That doesn't sound that doesn't sound right. Studio?
3: I
4: deeply, deeply wish that it was.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs>
4: I'm going to have to
0: go with a no. No. It's a no. Simon, you don't know all, your, all the presidents? Does everybody know all the presidents?
1: No, there's so many of them. It's like 45, 44. 44, yeah. 44, yeah. it's a lot.
0: Let's go through them all, folks. <laughs> do, do you want to do that? You want me to do it? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Wow, yeah. that would be yeah, awesome. Washington, Adams, yeah. Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, and Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan. Uh, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant and Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, uh, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush,
1: Obama. There you go. Now, um, that's amazing, by the way, but it it, 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 also does a disservice to your um, field of history that that's all historians do is just memorize facts. <laughs> it's, and I'm hoping that in post you it, will... It is, a, it is problematic. You'll start, you'll pause, you'll do that... The the, the wiggly thing. The wiggly thing and then you'll, you'll end with it. But, <laughs> Did it take know, that long? It didn't. But no. uh, but it's, it's also not great radio.
0: You want me to do it again? No. It's not great not. radio. This is an educational project.
1: Yeah, but I think other pe- there are other sources of the presidency in the United States People not have to listen to this podcast. All right, how about this play? It's called Assassins. Assassins. Assassins Creed? <laughs> Assassins. Assassins. I'm sure. I, I mean, it's hard for me to believe that there wasn't a play ever written that was called Assassin Studio, what do you think?
3: I believe it is.
1: Okay. But was it yes. about a historical figure? Oh, good question, Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Ben's not that good at these quizzes that he would do that. <laughs> Mary Jo, what do you think?
4: It is indeed a Stephen Sondheim musical about all of the presidential assassins.
1: Now, it, do you, would you find that your biggest regret in life is that you've never met Stephen Sondheim in person?
4: I have, in fact, met Stephen Sondheim in person. (laughs)
1: Wow. How was that?
4: It was pretty cool. It was pretty thrilling? Yes. I met him at Lafayette. No way. We hosted him here.
1: Interesting. What's your next? Uh, Grover Cleveland Rocks. (laughs) Grover (laughs) Cleveland Rocks. Again, I'm going to say no, but wow, what a great idea for a musical. Yeah. It seems like
0: somebody would have already had it. That's true. If it was such a great idea. Studio, what do we think?
3: Uh, I would love to see that but i don't think it's real
0: okay it's-
2: i'd play guitar on that one if it was real
0: oh good good call mm. also are there <laughs> historical figures outside presidents and alexander hamilton no, um assassins but um, uh, so ian was that a fact check that we should recall rename the quiz it was plays about american presidents it was a question for general audience oh, oh okay
1: <laughs> well if you have an answer email us at various breads and butters or tweet us at some later date and
0: if you need to remember which one were the presidents? You know, I can just replay it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just could just just hop back a couple of minutes. No, I'll just do it again. Nah, that's fine. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, uh, I
4: didn't you... actually weigh in. So, oh
1: yeah,
4: uh, Grover Cleveland rocks. Wow, I'd love to direct it, but I don't think it's a musical just yet.
0: It's not, but I'll write it. You direct it. All right, that'll, that'll work. Set. that'll work. Drew Carey, I guess, will be on I it guess. too. I would think he would have to
1: be. Uh, how about seventeen seventy six? Seventeen seventy six. I mean, sure, and that's that's not technically about a president. Didn't have any presidents. Then. I mean, there was other places in the world during seventeen seventy six. Could be something about. So is that a yes or a no? Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say yes. Studio. Yes. Okay. Yes. Indeed.
4: Yes, indeed. Although oh. no president, current president, appears in that show. Oh, John so. Adams is is the main character in that show, but he is not yet the president, and you only hear from Washington from off state.
1: How about sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue? 1600 pencil that w- that seems like that would be a great it would be like a one set piece you're just saying yes to everything it would uh, well i i think you've got some good ideas here i also recognize some of these things so that that helps as well um i'm going to say yes studio
3: i'm going to say no but i would really i really think that this quiz highlights a lack a need for even more historical musicals
1: mm, okay i second that wait were you second the no or they, or what michelle just said I second both. both of those things. Both of those yeah.
0: things, okay. So, Ben, what was your focus in history, environmental history?
1: Are there any
2: environmental history musicals?
0: Or historical figures within environmental history? Uh, there were, maybe there's one about Rachel Carson or
1: Thoreau or John mm. Muir or mm. something. Yeah. Could be. Also, technically, they were all in the environment. So, we got that going for <laughs> Good them. Good point. Right. Right. All, is all these presidents have environmental histories yet to be told. That's true. Mostly true. true. Um, I, I, th- I believe Washington recycled. <laughs> Mary Jo, what do you think?
4: I know for a fact that is in fact a musical.
1: Okay, and there were historical figures in it.
4: I have to say, I don't know too much about that okay. musical, but it is set in the White House. I, I don't know too much beyond that, there but it go. is definitely a real musical.
1: Uh, you got, how many more? Are you yeah, got? I got two more. Yeah, two more. Okay.
0: Uh, the Book of Norman. This Book. is how how Norman Rockefeller lost the election of nineteen seventy six, but won our hearts. The Book of Norman. The
1: Book of Norman. Wow. I for some reason I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with no on that. Um. Because I've said yes to too many. The Book of Norman, Book of Norman,
0: Studio.
3: I'm I'm also gonna have to go no on this one.
0: Okay. Even though John Stewart loves it,
1: you, you <laughs> would think
2: it sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, right. That's that's how that's how it feels, Mary Jo. What it, do you it, think? It, like
4: rings. It, we'll it, let
1: them answer. Okay.
4: It does feel familiar, but um, I'm gonna have to go with no.
0: It's no for two reasons. Because his name's actually Nelson Rockefeller. Oh, okay. But I was so committed to the Book of Norman for mm. the Book of Mormon that I just didn't care.
1: There are no other historical Normans.
0: There are no other historical presidential or vice presidential Normans. Are
1: you sure? Why don't you go through these? <laughs> Let me go through all the vice presidents. <laughs> yeah. Norman Rockwell
2: was a painter, and and he was in history. He was
0: in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Aaron Burr, a one act produced by the Heating and Blanket Trade Group of Muncie, Indiana?
1: <laughs> is this is, are you are you doing a list for McSweeney's? Here? Is this here? Are you trying out some material? Yeah, these are just great contenders. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Uh,
0: studio. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm also going to say no on this one.
0: I, I need you to say no but I love it.
1: N- no, she doesn't have to say. Anything.
3: <laughs> no, will. but I love it.
2: It sounds a, like a pretty cool musical. Oh,
1: oh will. Wow. Uh, uh, you're I'm sorry. fired. We won't, we won't be having you back.
0: <laughs> Your sorry. trial period's too, over. That's too far. That was cold.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go with no, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay. It's good. No. No. Yeah. No no harm no foul. No harm. No did you, uh, did you have any questions? I do. I do have a question for you. Okay. Um this is one that we ask quite a bit to our guests. Which day do you prefer? Friday or Sunday?
4: I would say Friday.
1: I would say Friday. Okay. But you're uh, now you're you're you tend to be working on Friday as opposed to Sunday. You work every day, but
4: well, we typically rehearse on Sundays. Yeah, okay. okay. I was going to say. we don't rehearse on Friday nights. Uh, so um, fr- I'm much more likely to be able to do something. Not okay. that I don't love rehearsal. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but
3: Friday, Friday is like one of the two days off that we get yes. ever.
1: Okay. Interesting. So Friday is more like a weekend and Sunday is more like a work day. I,
4: I don't know. I like the potential of the weekend in front of me rather mm-hmm. than the potential of the work week in front of me or the school week when I was in That's school. That's
1: legit. I, I like that. I think, I think you, you got a you follow up. Do you? What do you feel about Black Licorice?
4: Oh, oof, no.
1: Thank you. There you go. No. Once again, thank you. Friday, Friday people do not like black licorice. Oh,
4: there you go. That's
1: yeah, it's it's pretty much hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Does yeah.
4: anybody like black licorice? People really? who like Sunday. Uh, some people really? do. Yeah, Your my fans. dad is a huge fan of black licorice. Ask him which day he prefers. Yeah.
1: Is he a do you think he's a Sunday person or a Friday person?
4: <laughs> he might be a Sunday person. I would think so. Yeah.
1: That. Let me ask you this: When you eat an apple, do you go east to west or north to south? South to north. Out the north, either way.
4: I guess I go east to west
0: because you're a normal person, okay? Okay, <laughs> the correct American way, yeah. Some
1: people, some, some, some people, I was trying to
4: think to how you would eat one right. the north to south. I know
1: you wouldn't, doesn't you make wouldn't. sense at all, <laughs> okay? Doesn't you make wouldn't. sense you at all. You wouldn't do that, yeah. Oh, Mary Jo, do you have anything to plug?
4: I do indeed. Okay. I am directing and choreographing the first theater department production in the new uh Weiss Theater in Buck Hall, which mm-hmm. is the musical The Secret Garden.
0: Ooh. All right, how did, did you pick it?
4: I did indeed.
0: And how many after how many episodes of listening to us did you decide I think I'm going to bring Michelle on board?
4: Wow, it's uh, maybe one.
0: Wow, just right I, away. I just
3: knew. I I actually I started working for Mary Joe before I started uh, doing I wish, pretty much anything. I
0: wish that was true. Yes.
3: Was. No, last year I last year <laughs> I assistant stage manager for her starting on my third day of college. Listen yes. to
0: Michelle not even admitting to her involvement in the lost episodes. That's so weird. It's true. <laughs> how was it?
4: We, the show was great. We yeah. um, uh, had great audiences, and yeah. it brought families and the community to Lafayette as well as our students.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think it really healed the nation. I
4: think, I, I think so too. I think, I think leading yeah. into the election, it was a really powerful piece of. That. I think yeah. great.
0: I, I really enjoyed it. I, I we know. saw one of the matinees. Great. Yeah, it was great.
4: So I'm glad you came.
1: Well, good. Well, I want to uh, I want to thank Mary Jo for coming in. For our listeners out there, they can uh, email us any questions they might have or comments at, at com follow us on Twitter. Go on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on, Inst- on Spotify now, right? Sp- yeah, Spotify. Spotify very but not WhatsApp, not WhatsApp. Not WhatsApp. No, we will never be on WhatsApp. That is for sure. Um, we don't think that's still around. I don't think that's still around. I think that's pretty much dead. Uh, I don't think we could do anything on there anyway.
3: does
4: it have to be anonymous?
1: I guess it would be. There you we go. Well, Mary Jo, thanks very much. And Thank um you. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank, Thank you. you. Headphones off? Headphones off. We go down. Speaking of New York City, Michelle, you had a summer.
3: I I did have a summer. Yeah,
1: and it was in New York City.
3: It was, in fact, I mean, at least in in large part, it was in New York City.
1: And it was cartoon based.
0: Yeah,
3: it comic was comic based. comic based.
0: Comic based, graphic, graphic art based. Can you? So you're in position. Uh, I'm not going to ask Simon this, but Michelle, delineate graphic novel, comic strip, cartoon.
3: So comic strips are typically printed in like newspapers or, or even in like compilation books, but they typically are like. One page or one strip of like a non-continuous story. So it's, it's basically like, like a it's like a gag that's like a short gag.
0: Okay, like Family Circus.
3: Yeah, like they and they're reoccurring no, characters.
0: Family Circus, like, Family Circus. What's family circle? circle was a uh,
1: was a magazine.
0: Okay, Family Circus. Yeah, Family but Circus it, was hilarious.
3: It's just like typically a small like comic that just tells one joke or one small story.
0: So what's a cartoon? That's just that's it's like an picture.
3: animated TV show. Okay, or something like that. And what did you do? I worked on comic books.
0: Comic books, not comic strips.
3: No, different.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, I got... Okay, that that makes sense. It's a book, not a strip.
3: Yeah, uh, and they tend to be continuous.
0: So what's the difference between a comic book and a graphic novel?
3: Uh, typically length, but also sometimes subject matter.
0: Is graphic novel more uh, adult-oriented?
3: It doesn't have to be. It just... It typically is a longer-form story. I mean, you can... Depending on how you like to think about it, you can have, like... There are these things called trades, which are basically collections of comic books. That, like, every couple of months, when a story arc ends, they will take that comic and put it into a trade. So it's typically like, like a handful of comics.
0: How was um, how was this managed in the internet age? Is it
1: proliferated or has it been?
3: You trades are still like collections. They're just sold at a different price. Right. So um, you
1: learned you learned a lot there. Did did you learn all this stuff there sure. or? She she knows knows. Well, I
3: also stuff. I knew a lot of this stuff from. Oh. Being, I don't
1: think she got into Lafayette. Yeah. But
3: I, I should actually clarify what I did this summer. Yeah, what did you do? Uh, I worked for a comic book company called Valiant Entertainment. That's correct. Uh, I worked as... <laughs> thank you for fact-checking since <laughs> no problem. Ian's not here. I um, I I did. I was their digital media intern. Mm-hmm. So that meant that I did a lot of their... like I worked on all of, a lot of their web presence stuff. And they just at New York Comic Con... They launched a new department of the company, or like a new branch, I guess, and it's called Valiant Digital, and so it's basically all of their online projects and like different forms of stuff that aren't strictly comic books, Um, and so I worked for the guy who's running that department on some web series stuff. I edited a handbook, like I did some copy editing, I... Did Social media stuff. I shipped a lot of packages and unpacked a lot of boxes.
1: Okay, I have a couple of questions. Did, what did you dress as at Comic Con? <laughs>
3: I dressed as a Valiant employee. Okay. Uh, which name tag? No, it was just a badge and a, a a yeah a lanyard and a a Valiant shirt.
1: What is Valiant's most famous property right now?
3: Exo war is pretty big. Uh, Bloodshots big. Ninjak.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh-huh. they. All right, sure.
3: <laughs> they they just. Uh, they just launched the trailer for a new web series uh, based on ninja.
0: <laughs> Let's find out. Let's
3: go. That that was my summer. Well, that sounds good. Headphones cool. off.